0: Listen online at our website, to petro.com. Obviously, it is a Tuesday afternoon. Welcome to the lunchtime. And, folks, this portion of our program is brought to you by Henry Oil. Call Henry Oil today. Make Henry Oil your oil provider. Hey, listen, it's going to be a cold winter. Call Henry Oil today. Uh, reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery, fuel oil, diesel. Gasoline delivery, residential, commercial, fuel oil delivery, service contracts, budget plans. Henry Oil 401 200 401 200 for Henry Oil. Reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery and always online at henryoil.com. Well folks, good afternoon. I want to welcome in everybody tuning in. <coughs> excuse me on uh, Facebook. Again, can find our Facebook page. Uh, we do the noon report. And I'm going to tell you about the situation uh, right now with what, what is going on with Providence College and the media. And obviously, it's not as glamorous as people you know want it to be. When I say glamorous, I don't mean that. Uh, I'm being facetious about it. Because as soon as I heard the story and the media started running with this uh, last night and Coach Cooley... Uh, The coach of Providence College. um, Listen, you know, he's in a position of authority and for him to speak out and them not know everything that's that's going on. That was um, that was absolutely wrong for them to be doing that. So the fact of the matter is, you know, this this business and I'm going to tell you about it just a moment folks we will have a story coming a little bit later about this whole fiasco we're uh you know once again of of this is this narrative that is out there and there's even a national group by the way that i just saw that even just it just picked up on it um and and this whole business that somehow uh at providence college you have one of the The members of the basketball team who happens to be African-American. But let let me just mention, folks, this portion of the program, again, you can check it out on our website, uh, dipetro.com. It links right through there, is brought to you by Tavolo. Now, listen, they have three great locations. If you're like me and you like very good, and I mean very good, uh, Italian food, authentic, innovative Italian cuisine, big city food ambience without the big city price tag, uh, Providence, Smithfield. And Warwick, T-A-V-O-L-O, Wine Bar in Tuscan Grill, it's Tableau. Uh, stop in, and also, by the way, they are also offering $26 per person for Thanksgiving. And I'll tell you, it's very appealing. You know, you get the family together, and a lot of times the stores now are, are crazed, and they're not going to have all the ingredients you want. So maybe this Thanksgiving... You think about why not let someone else handle the mess. Tavolo. Three great locations. Providence, right up there on Federal Hill, Smithfield near Bryant, and then the work location, which is right on Post Road across from the airport. T A V O L O. Tavolo Tableau, Wine Bar Tuscan Grill and on the line tavolowinebar.com. So I want to start folks last night and as soon as I heard this <clears throat> um, if you saw, if you go to the website topetro.com, of which I just mentioned, so we obtained some video. There was basically a riot around the PC campus on Saturday night, and if you saw the video which I posted, the people that are trashing this car, the video that I posted and saw, the individuals that are doing it happen to be African American. So then we find out that it was very cold out on Saturday night into Sunday morning. And there was frost on the cars. So apparently, someone on some of the cars wrote the N-word. It turns out that one of the cars belongs to a member of the Providence College basketball team. So he reports it, and then Coach Cooley the coach of PC uh, was asked about it yesterday. And as he was asked about it, he said it's unfortunate. And already you could see that things started to take off in the media. Immediately it started to be, and I want to play Coach Cooley. Now, um, I, I don't want to say, I, I'll, I'll say he kind of fanned the flames about this a little bit, only because. I think there's a tendency to speak out, and they certainly didn't have all the facts. So I, I'm not saying he, he completely didn't. is more progressives and members of the media, and I just heard one this morning, and I was shocked when I heard it. But I'll tell you what on am Let's start. This is uh, Coach Cooley, coach of PC yesterday. He's asked about it. One of the players had the N-word written in Frost on his car. At the PC campus. So this is Coach K.
1: down? I can you know the same thing it would be if it was you. You know, uh, you know if that's something that it is that negative and that vulgar, he's not going to feel good about it. So I want to be sensitive to his feelings. I want to be sensitive to the players' feelings. I want to be sensitive to everybody who's different and their feelings. You know what I'm saying? And those of you who did that, hopefully you learn something from this and we move on.
0: All right. So that was yesterday, and then immediately, folks, things started to jump in motion. And the, the narrative, again, this was yesterday. I'm not fully blaming Coach Cooley, but I think he could have said, all, all right, in hindsight, you know, we don't know what to make of that. We don't have any of the details on it yet. We're going to let the investigation take its course, and I don't know what to make of that. But that that is true that happened, and we're going to wait to see what happened with it. Instead, you heard that. Now, I think a little bit of, you know, he's upset about it, and how would you feel and we need to find out why people think this way and so forth. Well, <clears throat> so I'm not going to get into personal attacks. But yesterday in the media, it started right. And, and Justin Katz and I discussed this the other day. This this notion around here of right wing white supremacy. Here we go. Obviously, you know, when there were posts on social media yesterday, obviously Providence College PC has a problem with. Right wing white supremacists that are on the campus, and it's the white kids and they're writing in frost the N word on the car of one of the members of the PC basketball team. That's what the narrative went out. Then there was talk of, well, there's going to be a Black Lives Matter protest on the Providence College campus to go after, right? Who knew that PC had. These right wing Trump supporters, white supremacists that are amongst us, that are behind this and blah, blah, blah. And then this morning, folks, I'm in the car and then boom, someone on the radio. I want to just say something about this situation a PC, about, you know, these right. And again, this right wing. Listen, I'm going to say right wing is code for white Republican. That's what they're saying. Right really is code for white. And when you say right-wing, what they really mean are white supremacist right-wing leaning Republicans. Trump supporters, here we go. Who knew the Proud Boys must be in town? See, this is the problem. We need to round them all up. And the only problem, folks, and I like to joke, another great story ruined by, the, by an eyewitness. Now, unfortunately, a BLM rally canceled as they're ready to cause hell. There's a problem with racists on that campus. This was obviously some rich white supremacist, right-wing Republican kids that go to PC. And instead now, I don't know about Channel Six, but Channel Ten and Channel Twelve both have. And I posted this on Facebook, and it's comical. It's I could have predicted this. How about last month or two months ago in Atlanta? There was the woman who, in her neighborhood, all the people in the neighborhood. We're getting all these hate mail, and it's white supremacist and UN word and everything else. And it turned out amongst the neighbors to be one of the neighbors. And the neighbor who was behind the letter writing campaign happened to be a woman of color. So now, this always seems to happen this way. How about, remember last summer, the woman in Pawtucket, I came home, I had a Black Lives Matter sign on my door, someone went in my garage and put up a noose. Fraud! Fake Media love that. Can you imagine? Let's get Jim Benson on. We're going to get the NAACP. We're going to get Black Lives Matter. Uh, suspects. I love this. Here's the channel 12. Suspects seen on surveillance footage etching racial slurs into frost on vehicles uh, in PC parking lot. The only thing about this that kills the story is they're black that's by the way, if me identifying them by race, that's not racist. I'm not a blind man. I know people say I don't see color. I do see color. They're not white, and they certainly don't don't look to be right wing. Let's hear this is the Channel 12 report on this. For what officials at Providence College are calling vandalism.
2: Yeah, the school says racial
1: slurs were etched in the frost of some of the students' black cars black over the weekend. from Chad Eric, Brown, in Providence, with more on what we know this morning, Erica. Patrick, good morning to you. Good morning to you at home. We don't know right now what was written on those cars, only that the school's president calls yes, it quote, outrageous and unacceptable. Those were his words that he penned in a letter to students when he let them know what happened. He went on to say, quote, we unequivocally condemn this kind of behavior. We pray for and stand ready to support those who were affected. Father Kenneth Saccard wasted no time in getting that letter to students on Sunday, just hours after surveillance video shows the alleged were written late Saturday night. It happened in the Glaze student parking lot. We don't know how many cars were involved, but Father Sicard says this does appear to be random, even though one of the cars does belong to a, color, a student of color, he said. Now, we've learned that that student is Friars basketball player Jared Bynum. Yes. Coming up next half hour, we had a conversation with head basketball coach Ed Cooley to hear how he's responding <laughs> to this, and more importantly, how he says the player is responding to this. So I'll see you right back here
0: at 6.30. Now, I like Erica a lot, so I don't want to criticize her. And it's, it's not her, by the way. Um, <clears throat> I have no, no – um PC's just playing – I, I like Erica Ritchie, actually. She's a, a good – but Eric Croce, Interim Director of Public Safety at PC. Surveillance footage shows a quote. Ready? a group of people in the parking lot. (laughs) They're young black males. What is wrong with saying that? If they were young white males, I would say that. They're young black men. Why? Well, you can't say that. What do you mean you can't say it? I'm looking at the photo. You see them riding in the car. I'm going to hold up a photo. One of them has glasses on and a mask they're young black kids from chad brown there's nothing wrong with saying that by though you well you can't say what do you mean you can't say race i'm looking at the photo it's exactly what is. it is and by the way i recognized two of them from my riot video so they went up and caused mayhem we're condemning condemning what by the way what are you condemning a group of black kids went to the pc campus and put the n-word So are you telling them they can't use the N-word? Is that the the lesson here? What is the lesson? What is the message here? Well, we're going to hear from Coach Cooley. What do you mean we're going to hear from Coach Cooley? Do you want them caught or not? Do you know who did this? Do you know these black youths? Surveillance video, Channel 10, shows vandals who wrote racial slur on cars at Providence College. (laughs) What has happened? Now, listen to the Channel 10 report. Tyler Dumont. Some student cards, including one he writes that belongs to a black basketball player. Whoa! You're not supposed to use the word black. He's just a basketball player. I'm going to call out Tyler. What kind of racist comment is that? I'm joking. The racial slur was written in Frost, multiple vehicles, the Glad student parking lot between 9 and 11. Public safety. This is outrageous. They condemn the behavior. The on-campus vandalism happened around the same time. Well, it's the same kids. No, Nobody in either act is believed to be a private college student. Right, because they're black kids from Chad Brown. What is wrong with you people? <laughs> I like this quote, a freshman. I hope the people that did this get caught. Anyone with information, contact the private. What was wrong with saying their description. And is it really racist if a group of young black kids from Chad Brown put the N-word? You know, I watched the Netflix special that everyone is calling out that it's funny. He uses the N-word all the time. Rap words, they use it all the time. So maybe to them, it's not offensive. Anybody think of that? I'm looking at the surveillance video. Vandals, (laughs) vandals who wrote racial slurs now granted they have hoods on but not all of them do and they take them down looks like a group of young high school students age from chad brown that were walking around the pc campus and causing a little bit of havoc wow this really defeated in other words they don't Look like I could be wrong. Maybe they are Trump supporters. Possible, possible that they're Trump supporters. Possible, (coughs) excuse me. Not sure about that. Um, I, I, you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it is. Maybe they are. I don't know if they can you pee. Um, If you're a person of color, so here's my question Is it possible that these black high school kids from Chad Brown are white supremacists? I don't think so. I don't think so. But I did hear it. I did hear on the radio, I heard for myself that white, uh, uh, right, right, Right wing, lean, right wing leaning. That's the way it's described. And folks, the reason right now at 1222, I recognize some people won't understand the irony here. Some people won't, I get it, won't fully understand what I, exactly I'm talking about. But what I'm talking about, as soon as I heard this story, I thought, so weird to believe that some white students at PC, because that's what they were trying to say. That it was white students at Providence College that are most likely Republican, white supremacist Trump supporters went around the campus and writing the N-word on cars in the frost. And one of the cars happened to be that of a member of the PC Friars basketball team who happens to be a person of color. That was the narrative that they wanted. The narrative they wanted was Providence College as a major problem. Providence College needs to have, you know, the whole uh, community meeting and a town hall on race. And there's obviously a racial problem at PC. That's what they wanted it to be. Until, and they, they were going to work towards that, right? Black Lives Matter, we're going to shut it down. Kat Kerwin, the local, the, you know, round up the usual suspects. We're ready to unleash. Much like when the kids were celebrating the graduation and the local uh, city council person, Kat Kerwin, was saying, you know, they are racist standing out there celebrating graduation in the middle of the pandemic. (laughs) One of the all timers. But anyhow, the story is ruined because of video surveillance. These kids look young. They they look. Latino or black, and I want to be very clear. I I still maintain, until I'm told differently, I am unaware that that is racist to describe someone in that manner. I don't. I don't get it. I don't understand what when we fell into that, um, and especially <laughs> Channel 10. And I like Tyler Dumont. I saw him Saturday. He's a good reporter. He's broken some good stories. It, it, with Channel 10, they can say it was happened to the. A Black member of the basketball team, but they just don't want to say in the video surveillance, but that they happen to be, they look like young black men that committed it. Listen, they didn't smash the window. Um, They, they seems like they did some damage other places. You know, they didn't commit a felony here, but it caused such an uproar. And yesterday, social media was on fire with people saying, you know, the white supremacists, and these are obviously Trump supporters, and I got a, I you know I first learned about the story. I got a weird message from, you know, the other side. There's always these BLM and Tifa people that send me email. And well, you know, it started off like, well, looks like you got some fans and followers that attend that are PC students. And I thought, what is that supposed to mean? Oh, you didn't see the oh yes, yeah, some of your follow. That was the first thing. Some of your crowd. We're writing on the car of a PC player. (laughs) El Rongo. No, wrong. No, wasn't my, I don't think it was my crowd. Maybe they follow me. One After Dark has many different people. We break all color barriers and so forth. So maybe maybe they are fans, but that's not what they meant. No, they meant right wing, white supremacist, Trump supporter. Here we go. Next thing you know, they'll have the noose out. Providence College is on the verge of an armed insurrection. You know, that's what they want. Folks, look at the narrative also where a bunch of basically primarily all white kids in North Kingstown have to strip naked for this coach to do some kind of bogus test, which doesn't make any sense other than just an excuse to get them naked in a closet with them. And then his pal Pork Boy defends him. Um, And that seems it's okay. However, when you had the uh, one of the administrators in Providence who was touching and rubbing the feet of some young men at a gym in Warwick because Providence is predominantly minority. And by the way, not, not so much even predominantly black. But definitely minority, whether it be Latino or other national, but and so forth. But but that they they ran the superintendent out of town. So, folks, this portion of the program is brought to you by R. E. Coogan and Heating. Call Koogie 401-732-6562. It's Coog's. Hey, listen, it's not your imagination. It is getting colder. Uh, I'm going to be Econ for a minute. It's going to get even colder next month, colder the next month. Next few months, it can be cold out. Call RE Coogan Heating. Coogan Heating, 401-732-6562. 24-hour emergency service, gas boiler, oil boiler. It's Coogan, 401-732-6562. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable, plumbing, heating, and cooling. As Cook says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. Look for him on Facebook, and the website is RECooganHeating.com. Well, folks, good afternoon at 1227. It's the John DePietro Show. I knew it. I knew it. You can spot these things whenever they they start saying that that's the type of thing that happened. Immediately, I start yelling fraud. There's no way. I don't believe it. And again, we're right. It never turns out that way. It's always like a fraud. And and last uh, June... When there was someone that went up to PC, Providence College, and they have a cemetery on campus, and a lot of the older priests are buried there, and someone in there at night, and they were putting swastikas on graves, and they were uh, desecrating the graves and lighting the flags on fire, and they caught the person. And who was it? A member of Black Lives Matter. That's exactly right. Who had earlier been at the protest and riot over the course of the weekend. Why didn't the media cover it that much? Because it's not the narrative they wanted. They wanted to be the white supremacist, the Trump supporter. That's who they wanted to be. They love this narrative of the white supremacist. And then when they, that doesn't fit it, boom, they drop it like a hot potato. So, folks, again, we will have uh, a posting on this coming up a little bit later on the website, depetro.com. And don't forget, petro.com, which is brought to you by the Centerdale Revival Comfort Food and Cocktails, winner of several Rhode Island Monthly um, Awards. Stop it and see Shane and Company. I love Centerdale Revival 2025, Smith Street, North Providence. Great crowd. Great food, good drinks. Sanerdale Revival, 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. Well, folks, good afternoon, 1229 on this Tuesday. And I also just want to remind you, uh, I want you to pop into CBD Store Warwick, 1845 Post Road, right across from Airport Plaza, across from the uh, airport. Stop it and see Michael. Several reasons. Number one, people love CBD Store. Hemp CBD, by the way, it's all legal. Someone asked me, are these problems? Yes. No, I'm pushing illegal. Yes, of course, they're legal. Delta 8 gummies are great. Now, they also have, if you want something all natural to fight stress, anxiety, or just like me, sometimes you're not a good sleeper. Wands up late, working a story. Suddenly, my mind is racing. I pop in, take one of those, boom, 30 minutes before bedtime. I'm like Sonny Von Bulo in a coma. Folks, pain or seizure, stop in and also has things Uh, This is great CBD for your pet. Stop in and see Michael. And remember, first time customer, 25% off. Just mention the John DePietro CBD store, 1845 Post Road in Warwick. So now I also want to mention, and I played some of it last hour, but uh, Governor McKee, they're in a bind right now. Um, This Channel 12 story. I recognize that the story on Channel 12 that they've put out about this contract controversy, I'll say this. I, I recognize that um, it's 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 not the easiest story to understand. The Tony Silva story was pretty easy to understand. He wanted to build on wetlands. He was using his position as the governor's chief of staff to pressure people to allow him to build on the wetlands. Now... um. The Channel 12 story about this contract, it's a, it's, it's a little more complicated to understand. But they have done a very good job. Uh, Channel 12 now, WPRI, they've requested public documents. And I'll tell you where, the McKee people, see, they're, they're trying to be cute. And if this continues as a pattern, he's not going to be successful. If Governor McKee continues down this path, I am telling you right now, he is not going to win the primary next September. He is going to be in a primary next September. And if he doesn't, and maybe, maybe they're unable to, because maybe this is just who they are and how they do business. It could be. We know he doesn't like Channel 12. That we know. We know that they blame Channel 12 for his lack of fundraising. He's raising half of what he thought. But Ted Nisi put out this tweet as they were putting together this story. Now, Channel 12 has two, really three, Ted Nisi the same way, very good investigative reporters. Number one, Tim White. Number two, Eli Sherman. And number three is Ted Nisi. I would put those three pound for pound against anybody in the marketplace, okay? As they were putting together this story and they requested documents from the McKee administration, they discovered that the McKee administration had not given them all the documents because they were referencing anything to do with Mike McGee. Now, he was on the governor's transition team, and he's part of this group that got this big contract. So Channel 12 said, we want all documents that reference Mike McGee. But what they found was McKee administration had not given us all the documents referencing Mike McGee, but not Michael McGee. Now, you want to do that, and they think they're being cute. Oh, you just want those of Mike McGee? Oh, okay. And then they hold back on documents that say Michael McGee. I'll tell you, we're that, and even our friend Dan McGowan tweeted out, stupid move about the McGee administration in the long run. Because it just means good reporters like Eli Sherman, are going to broaden their requests even more and likely find more. He's exactly right. Um, John Marion of Common Cause said, government shouldn't be playing those games. They know who you're asking about. So, folks, and and just to, you know, so if Channel 12 or 10 or myself say, I want to request any document that has to do with Governor Dan McKee, and they say, here you go, here's 25 of them. And I say, these don't seem to be the ones that I'm looking for. And then they say, oh, well, we have 25 more, but those are for Governor Daniel McKee. Oh, see, you asked for Governor Dan McKee. You know, they think they're being cute. Um, that, that 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 is such a lose strategy. And I don't know who is... Um I don't know who made that decision. I really don't I don't know who made the decision to try to be cute like that as if they're not going to find out now in some way. That strikes me as Governor McKee's people and or himself basically doing the table for one salute to Channel 12. Oh, you want it you want those to Oh, okay. That 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 is not a winning strategy. It's not. Um, they're going to get them. Now you're just going to, that's like finger in the eye. It, it is such, you know, I, I, that, that, that's not even like winning the battle, but losing the war. You're, you're sending a message to the rest of the media that you guys are slippery in this way. Who is making the decisions within the McKee administration? But folks, I have to think it, it, it's got to, it stems, uh, you know, it's got to stem from the governor himself. And I come back to, you know, I was at that protest out in Cumberland on that Friday night. And the image that the governor tried to put forward did not resemble the truth. As a matter of fact, it wasn't true. And, uh, and the same thing with Tony Silva. You know, he, they have no one to blame but themselves. So if Governor McKee, you know, folks, it's, you know, it's November 9th. And maybe he feels he's going to get across the finish line with the group that he's brought in. He must feel that way. But let's, let's look at the calendar. You know, December is 1. January is 2. February is 3. March is 4. April is 5. May is 6. June is 7. July is 8. August is 9. And then I, his primary, I believe it's the second, I think, second Tuesday in September, I think, will be the Democrat primary, which would be September 13th. So, you know what, as a matter of fact, I'm going to just double check that, as a matter of fact. Let me see if I can find that. Um, all right. Apologize, folks. I recognize I'm live. Democrat uh, 2022. I don't know if they've announced that yet, actually. Um, let's see if they, what is the, uh, the date on that? Let me just double check it folks. Um, now we know the governor's race is November 8th. Next year is the general election, but I just wanted to see the, Primary, the primary deed for, because my point is, it, it's, um, he can, the, the Governor McKee, it, you know, it falls on him. It falls on him. Um, maybe he's going to say, oh, I didn't know that. That just be, must be my, my staff. But I just wonder how many times is he going to go to the well on, uh, you know, that wasn't me. That was, that was uh, my staff that was doing that, and I didn't know about that. And blah blah blah. All right, I don't see it on um, online as of yet, but it's it's one of the two. It's it's going to be one of the two. I'm going to guess it's the second Tuesday um, after. It's not the the next day after Labor Day. I don't think so. Could be. I, I will find out. I apologize, folks. That's that is Walt's fault. I was trying. I thought I could find it. While I was live, obviously, I did not. Folks, this portion of the John DiPietro Show is brought to my competition shooting supplies. Listen, firearms, ammunition, and or if you're listening right now and maybe you would like to sell one of your firearms or maybe someone that had, you know, it doesn't have to be an extensive collection, but had a couple of firearms, you can certainly sell them to John Francis, take them in. You can call him at 727-1716. Look for him on Facebook. Competition Shooting Supplies He's my gun guy. 727-1716, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. Firearms, ammunition. It's Competition Shooting Supplies. Also, by the way, how about the fact that uh, Vice President Harris right now is the most unpopular, the most unpopular Vice President ever, I believe, since they've been doing the poll. The most unpopular, as a matter of fact. So her numbers, she is certainly not helping the Biden administration. But I did put that um, on, uh, well, I definitely put the article on Facebook. But I believe Vice President Harris, yeah, her job approval rating has dropped to 28%. I do have sound on this. I do have sound on this. I'm not shocked, by the way. She's an empty suit. Um, She does not belong there. Her approval rating is actually even lower than Biden. And she just has that annoying laugh but let me hear this is a, a piece on vice president kamala harris As
2: Harris seems to be in serious need of repairing her own poll numbers here at home dropping to historic lows the new usa today's suffolk poll shows her approval rating plummeting to 28 percent. you see there a full 10 points below her boss who's been sliding in recent months now aboard air force 2 on the flight over harris's spokeswoman simone sanders addressed the plunge listen
1: I'm not focused on the polls. I'll let the pundits participate on that. The polls are a snapshot in time. And at this time, I am looking forward to touching
2: down in Paris, France. But before that, taking a nap. Taking a nap. This after, Harris had been heavily criticized for failing to lead in her role as border
0: zone. 28% approval rating. Good luck, Gina. You're in with them. Commerce Secretary Raimondo, folks. Uh, There's no doubt that she is trying to distance herself from the incompetent, inept, um, the incompetent, inept Biden administration. Hey, on the local television news front, Parker Gavigan is leaving. After 11 years reporting at Channel, Channel 10, two decades of news, I've decided to take on a new opportunity. And he's not exactly announcing what it is. But Parker Gavigan, he is a very good investigative reporter. He's a good guy. I like him. And uh, he's also, his wife is also very, very nice. They're real professional. Doreen Scanlon, who is an anchor at ABC6. So, but that's a loss. Folks, that's a loss. He's a good investigative reporter. Parker Gavigan of NBC10. Really very good guy. And uh, wish him the best of luck. Folks, this portion of the John DiPietro Show is brought to you by Endzone sports pub now there's a link on the website to petro.com 960 Menden road in cumberland pop in and see dana and crew it's clean family friendly karaoke friday saturday nights and they also have the nfl ticket on sunday um i've been in there several times i'm going to be going back end zone sports pub 960 Menden road in cumberland well folks again Good afternoon at twelve forty-two. You're listening to the John DePetro show on AM thirteen eighty and ninety-nine point nine FM. You can always listen online at our website, DePetro.com. So very good story by Channel 12. McKee Advisor wrote the blueprint for $5 million contract won by his subordinate's firm. Folks, it's um it's there's nothing good about it. It's uh it's sleazy. It is. It's um they' Wrote the specs for this bid so his pals could get it. And, you know, as I I received an email from someone that said, you know, Juan, you have to understand that's the Cumberland way. That's the way he does things in Cumberland. I I don't think that's true. Uh, I like the I like the mayor of Cumberland right now, Mayor Mutter. And I don't think he operates that that way. Um. I I don't believe that's the way it is. They they were wrong. Uh, however, he operated as lieutenant governor, meaning governor McKee. If he doesn't get the right people around him, he's he's already going to make it very very difficult for him to win this primary, which I you know, I'm still not convinced. I'm just just laughing. All the news stations surveillance shows vandals who wrote racial slur in cars at Providence College. What, what? Did I miss a memo? Can we no longer mention that someone's African-American? What, what is wrong with that? And, again, I'm going to stick to what I said earlier. I heard it for myself, and it was someone on the radio. And when you – I'm sorry. When you use the, the phrase right wing, that's code for white Republican. That's, that's what it means. Um, somebody can pretend it's something else. But right wing is code for white Republican. That's exactly what it is. So you can you can uh, try to pretend it's something else, but that's that's not what it is. And we know that that's not what it is. But this, you know, Harrison Biden, I don't see how they're gonna come out of this thing. I don't. Uh, I also want to play last night there was a school committee meeting, a town council in North Kingstown, and this parent that got up and spoke. I interviewed her Saturday at the protest for the North Kingstown School Committee. And now the North Kingstown Town Council are going to investigate these naked fat tests. Let's hear. This is uh, Kim.
1: or more. There are teachers in that school who are complicit in the cover-up. I can tell you from my own kids' experience, other teachers knew that this man was taking boys into a private room and asking them to drop their drawers. And I think Dr. OJ needs to be put on leave right now. Because if I'm a teacher in that school, because I'm a teacher in another school, I don't feel like I'm going to come forward knowing that he's still my boss and he might be my boss a week from now.
0: She raises a very good point. Um, She is also the one pork boy hung up on her. She is a teacher. She is um, a mother. She's a North Kingstown resident. She, uh, Kim Lowney, she's exactly the type of individual that you you 'd want to hear from as a matter of fact and and instead, the pork boy uh, defending his uh, uh, fat naked test coach friend would not let her on TV. How bad are things going right now with the food shortage, surging prices, supply chain crisis? The growing struggle to feed families in need. All right, now to the growing struggle to feed families in need. The price of
1: meat, poultry, fish, and eggs in U.S. cities has soared by about 15% since last year. More Americans are being forced to find help at food banks, and now those vital safety nets are hurting, too. Here's CBS's Mark Strassman.
2: Inside Food Pantry 279, they wait for a weekly food box that's half what it was a year ago. But retirees Elaine stalkub and Mary Lou Shields bring gratitude, not attitude. How much of a difference does this make?
1: A lot.
2: It's hard to make it if you don't come here. Founder Cindy Chavez feeds about 6,000 people a month. Their last link in a supply chain crisis. It's not as much as normal. But it's it's something. They're going to get something. Better than nothing. Absolutely. Better than nothing. Hoosier Hills supplies local food pantries. Almost everything's down. Federal commodities, retail donations, cash donations, down by half. What's up? Prices. Overall, a one-year drop in supplies of 22%. All those sources that we relied on dried up. So for every... Five pounds of food you need, you're getting four. That's accurate, yeah. We follow this truck heading to Pantry 279. Oh, People like Stockham and Shields live in America's shadow. Compared to a year ago, is feeding yourself more of a struggle? Yes. I can't afford to go to the grocery store. And what I do is it's pitiful. I mean, what I could get for $50... like three months ago, you can't today. Typical Chavez says. We've had so many people tell us we would starve if you weren't here. And that's kind of a hard thing to accept. Wall Street's booming. But at Pantry 279, prosperity feels like a world away. Mark Strassman, CBS News, Bloomington, Indiana.
0: Well, of course it is. And that is, folks, that is the Biden administration. That is the Biden administration. Let's go to uh, President Biden, as a matter of fact. President Biden, even the president, gas prices are exceedingly high. It's his fault. Exceedingly high. We're in a situation where there's a lot, of, a lot of anxiety. Gas prices are up exceedingly high. We're in a situation where there's a They are exceedingly high, and it is because of his administration. I also want to mention, by the way, how about the story um, about Don Lemon? Well, it's out there, as a matter of fact. I don't have time. A uh, man who accused Don Lemon Salting him in the Hamptons says it could be part of a, a pattern. So they're going after uh, CNN's Don Lemon. But listen, he is safe as long as he's there. Now, let's go to Mayor Pete, part of the Biden administration, saying, can you talk to us about the way that roads are built and underpasses It's racism. I want to hear this.
1: Uh The construct of how you will deconstruct the racism that was built into the roadways. You talked earlier when you broke that information with us. Can you talk to us about how that could be
3: deconstructed? For sure, yeah. So the principle of Justice 40 is that at least 40% of the clean investments in this bill will go to benefit the communities that are overburdened and and underserved. So part one of that is defining those, those investments that are eligible, and that's a lot of it. And we're working to map out kind of program by program. program, mode by mode, uh, what would qualify, for example, if we're uh, buying clean buses, right? How do we make sure, in terms of where those buses go, but also looking at the business opportunity, the jobs that are going to be created, the businesses that that, uh, will have a chance to compete uh, for for the business opportunities it creates, that too, I think, is a very important element of equity here that's in the spirit of Justice 40. And again, we have a lot of guidance and oversight from the White House, since that's an administration-wide initiative. But We know that we've got to build our own internal uh, Uh, Kind of ways of of, uh, aligning and defining that inside the administration as to where we target those those dollars You know, I'm still surprised that some people were surprised when I pointed to the fact that uh, if a highway was built for the purpose of di- dividing a white and a black neighborhood, or if an underpass was constructed such that a bus carrying mostly black and Puerto Rican kids uh, to a beach, or it would have been uh, in New York, was, was designed uh, too low for it to pass by. But that obviously reflects racism that went into those design choices. Um, I don't think we have anything to lose by confronting
0: that simple reality. And I think we- You know, what, you know what's frightening is that this guy. Is actually in a position of power, folks. That is Mayor Pete. I mean, what, what exactly are they talking about? All, all, all buses are a certain size. All buses are a certain All overpasses, underpasses are a certain size. You know, it is true. The city of Providence is divided by 95, right? You have the Federal Hill area. And then 95 runs right through Providence and divides the city. Um, but that are, are, is he alleging that 95 was basically built to keep all the black neighborhoods on one side and then everyone else on the other side. I th- They are so caught up in this stuff that that's one of the reasons why. Biden is at a 38% approval rating, and Vice President Kamala Harris is at a 28% approval rating. They they see racial problems where they don't exist. And I also want to go back, though, and mention this stuff with North Kingstown. <clears throat> um, the, 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 the bottom line with this situation in North Kingstown is there was... If there was a legitimate reason why the coach was doing these naked body fat tests, then, then he should come forward and answer that. There doesn't seem to be any legitimate reason why he was doing it. None. When there's On the other side are all these individuals that say that test can be done and the person doesn't need to remove all their clothes. So anything outside of that, anything outside of that, where people are trying to somehow defend this, or, you know, the kid asked for the test, or he didn't force anyone to do it, or anything like that, the, the bottom line in that case of North Kingstown still comes down to there, there was no legitimate reason why that coach needed to have those young men stripped naked in order to do the test. Period. End of story. The fact that he won't, uh, would not uh, cooperate with the school on their investigation, I think speaks volumes. The fact that he still is silent about it. The fact that all these people are trying to cover for themselves. There's no, no one has stepped forward and said, hey, wait a minute. You're wrong. The only way to really do that test Is you got to have the person completely no clothes on at all. No one that has not happened. And if if the coach has information like that, he should bring it forward. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show at twelve fifty four on this Tuesday is brought to you by Brothers Disposal. Now you hear me mention Brother Roland and Brothers Disposal, and I'll tell you what they can do for you. And that is put a dumpster in your driveway to get rid of unwanted belongings. Maybe you wanna clean out your basement or your garage, or maybe you're doing a small household construction project. Brother's Disposal, folks, it's very simple. Purple dumpster delivered to your driveway. It's so much easier to clean out a garage or an attic or a basement or whatever it is when you just have the dumpster right there. Now, I know people when they were gonna move, they filled three dumpsters. Other people, they take all their unwanted belongings with them. Call Brother's Disposal, 401-688-0517. Look for them on Facebook. Come on, Brother. Call Brother Roland at Brother's Disposal, 401-688-0517. They're also offering weekly trash collection services. It's Brother's Disposal. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's uh, John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, which is com. This portion of our program is brought to you by, and again, it's on the website, a link, the Coesit Inn. Pop it and see them, 226 Coesit Avenue in West Warwick. A great meal, a feast is waiting for you. Why not have a nice lunch or dinner at the Coesit Inn with the biggest bar in Rhode Island? So the situation at Providence College, <clears throat> this has been building for quite some time, as a matter of fact. They've had some problems. They've had some problems with uh, students of color in the area that are assaulting students and something needs to be done about it. And there was an incident last fall where the head of security described an individual that approached a female and said that he was light skinned and he was speaking a foreign English, a foreign language, not English. And, you know, they got rid of the security person that put that and said it was very insensitive to put that. And it caused all these students to, you know, be upset. Listen, I always come down on, you have to protect the general population. And this is really about protecting the public, protecting students, protecting the public. So if someone gets offended because security puts out that some uh, female white students were walking from point A to point B and they were harassed. I think one student was even hit, and then their parent was hit by a young black male. I want to repeat, there's, in my mind, there's nothing racist by saying that the suspect we're looking for and the person that did this is a young black male or female. Because from what I've also heard, there were young black females in that area um, that were assaulting some of the students. And you want to put an end to it. You put pictures out there. But somehow, you know, this whole thing, suspects seen on surveillance footage, etching racial slurs and defrost on vehicles in the PC parking lot. The media and different members of the of our area were ready to say that they were white supremacists. They were right wing groups. I'm not exactly sure now. And I, we'll find out from our uh, legal expert Tim Dodd on Thursday. But is there a penalty if if you have young black high school students, age, from Chad Brown, and they go up to the PC campus and they write the N word on a car, in the Frost, is is that a crime? Are they arrested? What if the you know student or the young person that says did that says. Hey, I use that all the time. I use the N-word all the time. I use it with my friends. I use it in rap songs. We use it in conversation. What What's the problem here? I use it all the time. I am I just want to know what the crime is going to be. How are they going to prosecute someone like that? And believe me, when this thing hit and PC put out this blast to the students and everything else, no one's going to convince me that they didn't think that these were right wing white supremacists that were behind this whole thing that's fairly obvious otherwise what are we talking about what's the crime here all right folks here's what we're going to do we are going to break for the one o'clock news we have another full hour to go next hour is radio only AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can uh, always listen online at the website, which is petro.com So we're going to break for the one o'clock news. The power hours next. I'm going to tell you more about, I'll tell you, Governor McKee, folks. He's really under fire now with this latest controversy. And I wonder what's going to happen between the attorney general and the state police. It, it certainly doesn't look good. All right, one o'clock news, another full hour to go. Keep it tuned right here to the John DePietro show.
2: WNRI, one socket.